get it on the way. Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. It's Monday, which means we look at the all of the Age of Sigmar event results from around the world. My show producers for this show are Ziggy and Rob. They do the stats, which you can find on the honestwargamer.com. And if you go on there, you can see all of the actual statistics. What I do on a Monday show is I look at the lists from the event results and I talk about how they perform and what they might do. Easy, simple, let's get started. I'm joined by the Twitch chat who are here so if you would like to join us on a Monday or any day, Monday through to Friday, to talk about Warhammies or models or painting or law or um, any of those things, then you can. Then please do. We're a fun team. We're a great, great little crew. There they are. Yeah. So uh, the first event that we're going to look at, so the very first event we're going to look at is called the Saggy GT. Okay. The Saggy GT. So this is a South Australian Grand Tournament 2022 that's happened that was happening in adelaide which is a lovely place and it's got a great zoo if you've ever been um so you should now the event was won by gabe delolio um and sam morgan also went 5-0 now what we do when we look at event results we always look at the 5-0 bracket and then we look at the four ones the reason that we do this is because sure someone podiumed like someone came first someone came second but i think five wins are pretty much as valid as any other five win same with the 4-1 bracket and there's some really nice interesting diverse lists in the 4-1 bracket most of the time which ever since we started doing this at the start of uh, third edition has pretty much become the um the standard way that the community does because i am the market leader on all age of sigma warhammer opinions which is why all the other content creators watch me uh oh shout out to the french wargamer hi rob are you there i am i am bonjour uh i'm just doing this live so right so gabe had a really exciting uh list uh so, <laughs> uh gabe had a really exciting list which he won the event with which is a soul black grave lords list of Rycross dynasty he's got a vengori lord uh belladama radical the beast and a necromancer called herbert that's right herbert and then he's also got uh prince vordry he's got 40 dead walker zombies 20 dead walker zombies and 20 direwolves which is 40 wounds at 274 70 points which i think is really good now there's loads of overlapping tech inside this list which is really fun to talk about obviously you've got reroll casts because you're in the vrycross sub faction you got a vengori lord which reduces rem by one which is pretty important for armies uh, that don't have particularly good saves like this his command trait was actually really interesting and me and the chat were taking a while to look it up and the uh spore trackers command trait allows you to make a three inch move with his zombies and also his direwolves in the hero phase which in addition to the zombies ability especially to be able to run and still pile in an attack is actually really effective for making them a bit more long range because all black grave lords are pretty mid-board army meaning that most of their units push into the mid-board and they have other units that can strike really hard and really fast like prince vordry but you don't really want to just send him off on his own what is he some gore grunters that's an interesting my joke there's like three people who laughed and i really appreciate you for doing it uh great list uh, i'm hearing from some other people in the chat that gabe who i don't think i met but i may have might be one of the best players in australia and he's definitely proved it with this list Soulblight grave lords doing really well if you go look at the stats on the honestwargamer.com you'll see Soulblight grave lords have got around a 50 percent win rate so they're okay like i definitely think they're a three two four one army with players who play super well being able to push them into a 5-0 bracket and they're always very diverse lists as well um and gabe has proven that here with the sport trackers which i really don't see very often in fact actually you don't generally tend to see the vengori lord that much anymore normally you see a vampire lord and zombie dragon you see belladama radicar quite often and obviously the necromancer as well so great list 
onto lists that we don't see much at all mr sam morgan from aos list labs which is a youtube channel you can go and check out went 5-0 with a very interesting legion of uh the first uh uh um i am going to try uh, sorry uh a very interesting legion of the first princess he has bellacor a saves to darkness demon prince and the mask of sanesh so bellacor obviously is included in legion of the first prince lists uh because that's what you do um and then he's got saves to darkness demon prince with the mark of corn meaning everyone within an 18 inch aura because of a command ability called bloodslick ground half charges and run rolls but the mask of sanesh has never been seen in these lists before and i'm still even now even now not sure why sam put him in put him in there even though he's in the chat and he said he said it's because he wants to punish him like sanesh wanted to put like games workshop wanted to punish the sanesh book anyway he had three lots of 10 blood letters in his list which on reflection uh sam has said that he would put into a bin and then we put that bin into the sea and then he would poison the seas like we are already doing which is why climate change will come for us all and then he's got two units of five seekers and then he's got 12 furies and then one two three four five six units of furies i know what you're asking yourself what the hell is a fury a fury is kind of like a a raptorix yeah well it's not quite a raptorix it's similar uh it's effectively like a like a demon bird i'm gonna say a demon bird basically but what it does um it's very furious it's very fast and it's very furious the entire games workshop ecosystem is fast and furious so it moves 12 inches base but whenever it activates this is super important in combat as soon as you choose it to uh, activate in combat it's able to make a retreat move of 12 inches well its move is 12 obviously uh which means you can like charge in and then bounce somewhere else and you can keep being and all these different places which your opponent never expected you to be outscoring other units on objectives grabbing little like characters like imagine bopping into the backfield uh, attacking those shamans at the back of the board war chanters whatever it might be just genius plays yeah sam just sam just living in a 4d universe with three units of template letters that suck and then the mask of Snesh, which also sucks so then and then also a bunch of no save this is super important no save furies right absolutely no save furies so uh just incredible stuff incredible stuff amazing things loved it uh super big fan uh so amazing work from both these two players uh playing unconventional lists and going 5-0 at what looked to be a really really fun event okay so uh, in the 4-1 bracket at the saggy gt mark nodge uh, managed to get four wins and one loss with his storm host hammers of sigmar stormcast eternals army uh, and he had a knight draconis he had four storm drake guard two storm drake guard two more storm drake guard and then two more storm drake guard all in a battle regiment which is a 101 wound one drop army and he has dominated uh going four wins and one loss proving that they are beatable because obviously someone did beat them um which is fun josh hearn uh he took a night haunt army to a 4-1 which is amazing he had the procession which was the emerald host had a spirit torment nagash then 10 chain rest horde chain train rest horde 10 chain rest horde five hex race and then nine spirit hosts and while it's absolutely fair to say that it, this was a night haunt win 1000 points of that army was indeed nagash so he's obviously really great in uh nighthorn at the minute because he's able to get a bunch of great spells uh which are very very effective in this particular match oh i've done this whole thing without the list on the screen i'm sorry there you go uh so that that's josh Hearn. all of the links 
to these lists will be in the show notes if you're watching this back on as a podcast or you watch it back as youtube and uh if you guys want to look at these lists now in the chat with me oh hold on uh then we can do that as well there we go there we go all dragons is been all dragons is not been i'll have you know all dragons is what i'm taking to a team event soon um uh so then uh adam williamson uh went 4-1 with his seraphon thunder lizard army had an engine of the gods with prime war beast which makes them into an amazing combat army cloak of feathers for plus one move and the ability to fly which is nice especially if you've got good terrain be able, be able to fly over it or even charge over screens is great and then the mount trait Beastmaster makes him even more fighty that engine of the gods is an absolute will smith yeah doesn't stop he's like slap 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 yeah absolutely it's like bernie mac it's like bernie mac slapping people uh slan obviously with a fusil of conflagration skink star priest another skink star priest and then a skink priest five swords guard 30 skinks and another 30 skinks proving uh that those um those skink priests who by the way uh votes in the chat and in the comments below skink priests 160 points seems fair i think think that seems fair we should double their points minimum we should double their points uh five source guard obviously there to protect the slant star master uh and then a basilidon with solar engine and another basilidon with the solar engine uh, meaning that they're able to shoot twice uh and he's got the emerald life swarm meaning he's able to heal as well now really what's interesting is because he's in uh thunder lizard he's able to activate the basilidons to shoot twice or importantly the engine of the gods and what's really fun about that is the engine of the gods has got the ability to heal d3 to everyone holding within 12 inches so if you were able to do some damage to the basilidons with solar engine who do have 12 wounds with a one-up save in thunder lizard you could heal them 3d3 times oh sorry 4d3 times potentially um at least 2d3 each from the engine of the gods then Edward life swarm for an additional d3 and then obviously you've also got the uh the prayer heal uh, and you've also got the slant spell um uh for the ability to heal as well although i don't think it was taken uh so you've got at least 3d3 healing on a very tanky unit um is he not worried about the extra victory points from the basties i, I agree maybe he is skink priests are fine sure 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 unsub chatter um dragons are pretty cool guys i like trogdor best i like dragons dragons are good uh this is a great list this is a great list there's 30 skinks so good so much output so many more wounds because of the buffs that you're able to apply to them from the star priest and the skink priest then the ability to do so much output with the solar engines the ability to hold objectives with the skinks just great list michael wood uh, took a fire slayers list amazing lofnia lofnia um and he took an auric rune father on magma droth an auric rune master with a prayer scripture heal an auric rune son on magma droth and then 15 hearthguard berserkers and then 30 volkite berserkers with bladed sleek shields and then he had the runic firewall now i learned a lot from about flyer slayers this weekend having played them and seen them in action love the new the new magma beast that it has to throw around i think that's really fun uh on this though the auric runefire of magma droth can do some genuinely massive damage especially with that command trait spirit of grimnir and the artifact the axe of grimnir this auric runefire of magma droth is a fighting masterpiece it'll do so much damage uh which is really 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 good um uh and then you've got the 15 hearthguard berserkers which is obviously amazing and you've got that command ability that generic command ability now uh to be able to strike when your opponent charges you so strike first so you're effectively pseudo immune to be charged which is 
really amazing. And then this 30 Volkite Berserkers obviously are going to hold objectives really, really well because they're, they're just 60 wounds on an objective, just living their best life. They're super good. Uh, so really, really cool lists. Really cool lists from uh, what is probably an amazing event. I don't know who put it on, but that's everything happening in Australia. And on to the next event. Going over to Indiana, Erie, Indiana, in fact, in a small hamlet called... Oh, I can't think of one. Um, uh, we had a 29-person event uh, playing in Indiana, and this was the Indie Storm Age of Sigma Storm Cell GT. I like that we're adding more names to our events. I want event names to become incredibly long, like the name of a Custodes or Daenerys. I want, like, Stormborn of the 8th, 5th Wheel GT. Get on it. This is great. Now, the event was won by Matthew Greathouse, but he went four wins and a draw along with John Anderson. Matthew Greathouse was running another Soulblight Gravelords list, doing really well this week. Uh, he was running Manfred von Karstein, Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, which was his general, and then he had the Flaming Weapons on him so that that Lance becomes damage four, which is super strong. He has the Necromancer again, so he can cast a Van Hell's Dance Macabre. Beow, beow, beow. We, I need a button that I press that like does like a Van Hell dance. 40 Deadwalker Zombies, 20 Deadwalker Zombies, 10 Direwolves, 5 Blood Knights, 3 Felblats, and then 20 Graveguard doing a big old fight, uh, which is just really good. Loads of ball control, good debuffs, like my good friend Greg said in the chat. Uh, Vampire and Zombie Dragon is a great fight unit. 40 Deadwalker Zombies can fight as well. They'll do a lot of mortal wounds, and then Manfred can fight, teleport, be in places you weren't expecting. It's all in Legion of the Night, so he's able to put stuff off board. Really clever really cool and again really showcasing people have been playing these armies a lot now and they're doing really really well with them uh and then in also in the 4-1 bracket john anderson uh who john i think has played i've seen john's name up here before he's playing Ina deepkin footh one and he's got an achillean king or as we now know it the slap king okay uh the will smith king so he has got uh the command trait unstoppable fury the artifact potion of hateful frenzy and the mount trait void chill darkness so he's minus one to hit which is really really important but he also is going to get the ability to do so much extra damage because of that command trait so he's going to do crazy crazy output uh that healing king is so good he's got the tide caster so he's flipped the tide um and so he's got the ability to have everyone always strikes first turn two with if he wants the healing king the ability to give once per battle always strikes first turn three um, and then he's got 20, 20 thralls, which are really fighting, really strong. 10 thralls, and then he's got 6 alapexes in 3 units of 2. All of this is in a battle regiment, so he can go first if he wants. He can do 24 shots that do D3 damage at 24 inches and move 14, so 38 inches effective range on the first turn. Alapexes are really fighty. Thralls are good. And then the most important bit, the ally, the law seeker. He's got himself a law seeker in his army. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is such a great ally pick from the Lumineth Realm Lords. The ability to hold an objective unless your opponent gets it off you, but because you're hidden and then there's sharks and thralls and Achillean kings running at you, you're in a really tough spot. So, Law Seeker is so good, baby. Like, so, so good. Uh, and, and really good. So that's both guys that went uh, four wins and a draw. Okay, on the four wins and... Four wins and one draw bracket. We had Peter Kaki Army with his Sons of Behemoth Breaker Tribe. Nicholas True with his Cities of Sigmar Army. Duncan Bills with his Luminoth Realm Lords Army. And then Christian Palmert with his Ineth Deepkin Army. So the 
Gatebreaker army or the Sons of Behemoth army that we're talking about had two Gatebreakers, two War Stompers in the double bosses of the Stomp. Magnificent upgrade, which means he got to take loads of extra artifacts. We've got the Arcane Tome on a War Stomper giving him the flaming weapon. We had a Gatebreaker with the Enchanted Portcullis. I mean, it's got a six-up ward save. And then the Gatebreaker that was the guard, the general, sorry, had the Command Trait Extremely Bitter. Um, and then he had the Artifact, the Vial of the Manticore Venom, which has become pretty, pretty commonplace for these Mega Gargan armies. The Cities of Sigmar list was a Living City list with a Rune Lord that was a general, who's a priest. He has a re-rollable ability to cast spells but rob i hear you say how could he possibly cast spells he's a dwarf dwarves narratively wouldn't become wizards let alone become better wizards than other wizards who've studied wizarding for years this is insane well it's because he's got an arcane tomb yeah and that arcane tomb allows him to become a wizard and then the command trait allows him to become a wizard who can re-roll spells it's madness i tell you it's madness he's got the law of the leaves iron oak skin and also the law of the leaves life surge which is a d6 heal um and he's also a priest i forgot to mention he's also a priest so he's able to also do curse which is you pick a unit within nine inches and if your curse goes off on a four up then every six to hit against it might be six to win but i think it's every six to hit against it will cause a mortal wound which is really good if you've got another unit that's got loads of attacks like let's say pink horrors right um arcane tome wizards only when that's a great question let them cast spells it is nice to see the dwarden who for years have been pushed down by the wizard overlords of the mortal realms finally rise up unionize and get themselves a bunch of tombs so they are able to read spells and cast them i'm for it i say bring back the redistribution of wizarding and spells and magic yeah for too long have too few hoarded the wealth that is the might of magic right I'm like I'm sick of it, right? I'm sick of it. Uh, Celestial Hurricane with Celestial Battle Mage is also in the list, as well as the Black Ark Fleet Master, which is a joke unit that people put in their unit, their army, specifically so that they can they can move on to the side of a board with a unit and then activate the Living City Command ability, which is the ability to shoot and then move after shooting, meaning you can deep strike, shoot, and then move, which is really good for units that might want to charge. He's got 10 Freegal Guard as his battle line, 10 Long Beards, and then 20 Iron Drakes, which, because the Rune Lord is the general, become battle line, and they're able to do some good old shooting if they don't move, which is super cool. Yeah, so 20 Iron Drakes will do some really good work. He's also got, he's also got 10 Long Beards. He's also got 10 long beards, not for any particular reason, but the ability for them to grumble is really good when you mix that in with the Iron Drakes because you can get plus one rend from the Rune Lord uh, because he's a priest. Um, and then you can also, if you want to, in addition, uh, get plus one to wound from the long beards, which is really fun. Then he's got one, two, three, four, five, six Scourge Runner Chariots. Now these are um, 80 points and they've got a really good shooting attack. And they're able to block off loads of board space uh, by just generally being annoying, which is really good. But they're very shooty, which is cool. You definitely could probably, out of those five scores running chariots, maybe even take out something like a Bloodthirster, um, which you generally don't see anyway. Or or a, uh, if you wanted to, you could take out Shalaxi, who you never really see. It's an eight-pound model. Um, uh, who else could you shoot that... Like, uh, I mean, you could shoot Charybdises. They're often about. You could shoot many Charybdises. You could shoot... Oh, what other big monsters do you want to bring down, which you always see? Cygors, um, they're pretty common. 
Um, oh, Mutalus Vortex Beasts. I'm sick of getting killed by Mutalus Vortex Beasts, so I often bring my Scourge Runner Chariots to try to deal with them. That's my main uh, trick. And then he's got two units of two Dracothian card formulators. Now, those Dracothian card formulators are really good uh, because they uh, have a three-up armor save. Uh, they do amazing damage on the charge. They become damage three with five attacks, which is just wild. Uh, they've got a shooting attack. The, the Dracoth can fight as well. And obviously, because they come in from the sides or because they, um, uh, they deep... Well, they don't deep strike. They actually outflank. So they have to come in within six inches of board edge, but nine inches away from the enemy. So that... that term is called an outflank and then they're able to shoot with their fire dragon breath and then they're able to move which is amazing and then do loads of damage and then he's got the soul screen bridge which is an endless spell so what he wants to do is he wants to cast that throw his long beards over run his scorch runner chariots up shoot as much as possible outflank with some formulators shoot charge fight your opponent's having a terrible day yeah <laughs> uh, and then and then uh, Lumineth Realm Lords also went 4-1. Uh, they had Archmage Teclas, who's got the ability to do a D6 Mortal Wound spell called Searing White Light through a spell portal, which they often bring with him, as well as the ability to cast like four spells on a 10, uh, which is really good, making you spend two command points if you want to try and cast spells, which is really, really tough. Well, it's not if you want to cast spells, sorry, if you want to do command abilities. So normally it costs you one, but he's got a spell that board wide means you have to spend two to do a command ability, which is good. He's got a five up ward spell, which he can cast. So everyone around him has a five up ward, which is amazing. He's got the ability to unbind endless spells. He's got the ability to do loads of stuff. And he's pretty fighty as well. Uh, then you've got a Law Seeker who can hold an objective uh, unless you kill him, which is good. A Venari Lord Regent, which has got the ability to do um, uh, a, a really, really nice command ability, which makes it so that you can get all the mortals on your infantry. And then he's got 10 Wardens, 10 Wardens. Um, he's got 10 Sentinels and then 5 Dawn Riders. And then he had the Star Shard Ballista. Then he brought, as Endless Spells, Horogast, the Rune of Petrification, and the Umbral Spell Portal. Huh. Rune of Petrification and the Horogast. The only thing I can think there is... No, because you they got FAQ'd that you can't proc the ability from Teclis, right? I don't think it did. I think it did. I think it got proc'd. Um, in which case, he's lowering the bravery with the Horogast uh, of units. And then I honestly don't know what he's doing with the rest of it. I really don't. The only thing I can think is he's trying to proc the ability to... Um, uh, so there's a, so Teclis has got ability to do mortal wounds when a unit is attack, uh, targeted, sorry, affected by the effect of an ender spell or a spell. But I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the case. Uh, so anyway, great, great. I mean, it's so light on battle line units, like 10 wardens, 10 more wardens, 10 sentinels and five dawn riders, right? Uh, so like, you've got some really great abilities there, basically. Um, uh, like, and they're also really strong. I've seen 10 wardens tank loads of units before really 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 solid unit he hasn't got life swarm on his list no idea uh and then i know deepkin the other list that went 4-1 uh, uh an eastern tidecaster an achillean king and a volturnus and then a unit of 10 thrall no sorry a unit of 20 thralls a unit of 10 thralls and then a unit of 10 reavers and then he had one unit of six achillean morsar guard and then one unit of two Alapexes in his list as well. So Tidecaster, Achillean King, Volturnus. Oh wow! So he sent he sent the amazing, and he's got the same loadout that we looked at looked at with the other Achillean King. 
So Achilles King and Volturnus can fight together in a wombo combo. That's really good. Um, and then 20 thralls, 10 thralls, and then 10 reavers. And then some Morsar Guard and Alapexes. Interesting. All in a battle regiment, so it's a one drop. And it went 4-1. Amazing work. Well done, boys. Love to see those lists. Jumping over to Seattle, the Rose City Wrath, which is part of the Pacific Northwest Masters series. That's right. That's right. There's a Masters series, which I think you're able to find on thewarsgamer.com. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, had a bunch of people playing Age of Sigma. And they played it for two days. It had 34 players. And the event was won by Mason Knox with his Magikin of Nurgle. They, uh, his self-action was Drowned Men, and he had a Lord of Afflictions with Clementrate Overpowering Stench, Overpowering Stench, sorry, and the Split Horn Helm. And then, which turns off the ability to do Command Abilities um, within nine inches. Uh, and then he has Bellacore for the ability to shut down even more units. And then he has four Puscore Blight Lords, four more Puscore Blight Lords, two units of two Puscore Blight Lord, and a single Puscore Blight Lord, making him very efficient on how many boxes of those drones he had to buy the real question isn't whether or not um uh he did so well uh mason the real question is how seven inches thank you lex uh the question is how did he get those four unit those four puscoil blight lords to rank up with each other that's the real question has anyone ever done that it's impossible it's and you got to have them at different heights you got to like interlock them Oftentimes on YouTube, there's people like solving Rub Rubik's, cubes, Rubik's Cubes really fast. I'm not impressed by that, but you show me a video of someone moving some Puscoil Black Lords fast on a tabletop in coherency. Now, now you're talking. Now you're talking about uh, content uh, that I want to see. Uh, I use called print that, cardboard printouts now. I don't think Black Lords have three inch coherency, do they? Sharks do, dragons do, but Black Lords don't. Have three inch coherency. Uh, this is this picture, and I don't like it. I can't fit my puscle does not have wings, solves the issue. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, so uh, congratulations to him. This is really good. Okay, so what are we looking at? We're looking at uh, medium fast units, I guess. The ability to uh, pre game move um, is uh, really nice, but effectively, what you're looking at is a pin and block army. What do I mean by that? Okay, so it moves fairly fast, I guess, but and importantly, can deep strike with the Lord of Afflictions if it wants to. But what it really does is it tanks really, really well. They've got good armor saves, and then they've got a five-up ward. And they have loads, and I mean absolutely maximum amount of attacks per single Puskal Blight Lord. So between the Blight Lord and the Fly, I think it's 11 attacks per model. So they're able to put lots of disease points on your opposing, on the opponent's uh, uh, models. Um, and units, and they just keep like whomping those disease points on. It's just an attrition game, basically. It's a DPS check, just like the other one was a DPS check. Plays better into units that don't have armor saves. Actually, it's kind of interesting. Actually, I guess it does well into both. If you don't have an armor save, it gives you lots of dice, so you generally take a lot of wounds. And if you do have armor saves, it procs a lot of disease points and does a lot of mortal wounds anyway when it charges in and at the end of combat they've got an ability to do mortal wounds as well so you do kind of you also do well into armor saves which generally are more elite because you also end up doing a lot of mortal wounds so they're kind of the perfect unit in loads of different ways they do everything that you could want them to do the real issue is is being able to hold back objectives but 
great boards great board presence super tanky fast enough basically and uh, and i'm sure it is probably truly boring to play but um uh, fun oh you've also got bellicor in as well shut down a unit uh just stop a unit from doing anything and then just loads of flies just land in front of you and then you have to like fight past the flies as much as you can and if you've got yourself like a big elite unit uh, i don't know let's say four formulators or four dragons or um 15 bow snakes then those can get shut down by bellicor so you're in this, this terrible position where all your output that you want to use to get rid of the flies and then you take in disease points and it's it's just a nightmare it's a nightmare it's a nightmare, but most importantly, and this is so pivotal, it's a nightmare I never wish to see on stream because it will make me want to cry out of sheer overwhelming boredom. I've seen this list play at the TSN arena and on it, and then and then Tank, shout out to Tank, who was playing it, then sold the army because he was like, this is sucks. So, but shout out to our guy, Mason, who can fight through the overwhelming sadness of that boredom yeah, to get a 5-0. Shout out to him. Loads of love. You're a superstar, Mason. So, in the 4-1 bracket at this event, we had Alexander Gonzalez with his Soul Black Gravelords of Vrycross Dynasty list. Robbie Bear Steinberg with his Sons of Behemoth list. Jeremy Vissier with his Legion of Blood. Matthew Kangeiser with his Sylvaneth Null Root list. And then Benjamin Schimoler. Uh, with his Stormcast Eternals uh, list, and then Jack Gerlicker um, with his Lumineth Realm Lords list. I probably pronounced all of those wrong, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, in the 4-1 bracket, you've got the Vrycross Dynasty, Manfred, Neferata, Radicar, Vampire Lord, who's the general with the command trait, the Pack Alpha, and Arcane Tomb, and the Lord of Vampire, Lore of Vampires. 10 Deathrattle Skeletons, 2 lots of 10 Direwolves, 20 Graveguard, 10 Graveguard, Battle Regiment, Hunters of the Heartlands. Not much to say that I haven't said about Soul Black Gravelords all the time. One of the most popular armies, actually, in Age of Sigmar 3. Uh, Pylon's attack twice, Vampire Lord, plus one attack. Um, Manfred does what he does. Like, I mean, at this point, I'm basically reading out the Battle Tome, every single stat center. It's a great book. Go play it. Like, there's loads of options. You can do loads of stuff. Like, it's great. Just go pick up the book and just be one of the little dead dudes just running around. It's wicked fun. Uh, in the Sons of Behemoth list was Kragnos, a Gatebreaker, a Gatebreaker, and then one single Man Crusher. We've seen this list play a few times, and you're always able to do well with this list as long as you remember that you get the objectives by standing on the objectives. You do not dominate the board by running away from the objectives. Then you've got Soul Black Gravelord's list as well. Uh, which went 4-1, which is Manfred, Vampire Lord, Neferata, then a unit of 10 Black Knights, a unit of 10 Black Knights, two units of Death Rattle Skeletons, and a Horogast, and then 20 Graveguard, and then 10 Blood Knights in a double battle regime. Um, important to remember here that everything, like I just said before, I mean, 10 Blood Knights is really interesting because they've got a 3-up save, uh, so you're looking at 30 wounds on a 3-up save, which is super cool. Uh, really like that. Horogast is in there as well. Second time it's appeared this weekend, which is fun. Uh, we don't see a lot of Endless Spells. It's quite interesting that they've released the uh, the Thongdia update. So that's the Thong-based um, uh, narrative campaign update that they've produced um, because they've released uh, an Elemental or an Arcane Elemental, whatever it's called, an Incarnate, sorry, that's able to eat Endless Spells. You really don't see many Endless Spells other than Spell Portal in the game. Uh, so it's quite nice to see more popping into lists. Then you had the Sylvaneth Narut one, 
uh, sorry, Sylvaneth, Gnarl Rootless, which is Spirit of Durthu, a Tree Lord Ancient, a Lariel, a Branch Wraith, and the Celestine Prime. Uh, and then five Spite Revenants. Sorry, ten, sp five, ten Spite Revenants? Five Tree Revenants? Another five Tree Revenants. So he's got an Lariel, a Spirit of Durthu, and a Tree Lord Ancient. Right? And then a Branch Wraith and a Celestine Prime. Okay. And he went 4-1. Okay. Tree Lord Ancient. Okay. And he's got like one battle line unit. So he's got two units of tree revs, which are great for battle tactics. You can, uh, you can do Savage Spearhead. Um, you can do loads of different things with uh, tree revs. They're super good. Uh, hey, Carl. Hey, Carl. Uh, like, Tree Lord Ancient is an interesting pick. Guy's a genius. That's what I'm going to say. The guy's a genius. I can't work it out. Well done to him. Who is this? Matthew Kanjiza. Amazing work, baby. Amazing work. Amazing work. Love that. Love that. Message me. Tweet me. Tell me how you did it. I want to know. Like, Celestine Prime in the list obviously does what Celestine Prime does. Uh, mortal Wound Aura. Uh, ability to do Mortal Wounds. Like, sorry, pretty good in a fight as well, which is really nice. Regrowth in the army, so the ability to heal, coming from Lariel or the Tree Lord Ancient, is really, really good. Spirit of Death is super fighty. You've got a lot of monsters in your list. You've got, like, one, two, three monsters. Uh, for doing battle tactics, gaining extra points. Durthu's really fighty if you can keep them alive. Which is really, really strong. Yeah. Like, let's go. Uh, <coughs> really good. Uh, the Stormcast Eternals list was a Stormkeep list. Uh, it had a Celestine Prime. had a Lord Relictor with the High Priest Mirror Shield 2 plus re-rollable translocation. Bandit's Hammerhand and a Rune Lord uh, as an ally with the Universal Prayer Scripture. So it's a 100-point priest to bring in. Uh, to get Curse into his list. Uh, and then also a plus two to unbind spell. This is really interesting. Three units, uh, sorry, four units of five Vindicators, which are, because they're in Stormkeep are going to count as three on each objective after turn three, which is very strong. Uh, and then two units of two Storm Drake Guard. Um, super cool, very different. Nice little mixture of stuff. Nice little mixture of stuff there. Rune Lord in uh, for Curse is quite cute. I think that's really fun. Uh, really enjoy that. Really good. And then finally, Lumineth Realm Lords, you've got Hurricane Wind Mage, Severith, and a Venari Lord Regent. Uh, then 10 Wardens, 10 Wardens, 30 Sentinels, and then 10 Wind Chargers, and another Wind Spirit. This is my current favorite, current favorite Lumineth Realm Lords list that you can run if you're playing Lumineth Realm Lords. I think if you're playing Lumineth Realm Lords, you're going to have so much fun running this list. Hurricane Wind Mage, Severith, yeah, another Hurricane uh, Spirit of the Wind. Uh, uh, the Sentinels. It's like I'm watching a battle report, right? Uh, so Sentinels shooting across the board. Really good. Regent buffs them up. Amazing stuff. Amazing. It's my favorite list at the moment. It's my favorite one. Uh, really good. Uh, and that's that event. I hope everyone had a great time. So, BWG Forgehammer GT. This was on, this was on Nut Road in Phoenix. Pennsylvania, maybe. Uh, and this was run by the Basement War Gamers. Okay, so shout out to them. So it's 26 players. The event was won by Lincoln Tidwell with a Magakin of Nurgle Army. He went 5-0. He took a Drowned Men 
uh, army, which had a Lord of Afflictions, which had the Overpowering Stench and the Arcane Tome. This spell was ranted visitations. He had Festus Leech Lord for his minus one spell, uh, which he's able to do through the spell portal, which he also included in his army. He then had two units of four Puscoil Blight Lords, which are good for all the reasons I mentioned previously, and another unit of two Puscoil Blight Lords. Now, the interesting part here is he's kind of mixed it up. He's gone for less Blight Lords. Instead, he's gone for the um, utility that Festus brings. And taking a wizard is also really good in these lists because being able to have one of those Puscoil Blight Lords units have plus one save via. Um, Mystic Shield is amazing for their survivability, which we already talked about earlier in the game. Uh, sorry, in the show, sorry. And then you got the Beta Nurgle for just doing some charges, doing some mortal wounds, running away, doing some mortal wounds, charging, doing some mortal wounds. Really good, those little Beta Nurgle. Really big fan of them. I think they're super, super fun. Um, so, yeah, absolutely excellent. Shout out to him. Really, really impressed. Well done on Go 5 0. In the 4 1 bracket, at this event, we got a bunch of different people. Juan Noah Singh with Blood Tooths, uh, the top Iron Jaws player in the world. Brian Seyman uh, with his Blood Tooths. Uh, Mike Kulvagilos with his Fire Slayers. Andrew Weinman with his Bone Splitters list. Big tech coming in on that Bone Splitters list. Oh boy. Uh, all going 4 1. I know what he's saying. Boom. And it's going to be included in my Bone Splitters. 4-1 is going to be included in my YouTube thumbnail because it's going to drag you all here. It's going to be hot spice. People are going to love it. They're going to like, how did he do it? I'm so excited. Okay, big tech in there. Right, so you got Iron Jaws. This is played by Noah. Uh, Mega Boss and More Crusher. Mega Boss and More Crusher. Two War Chanters, a Weird Knob Shaman. Then one, two, three, four Uruk Gore Grunters. And this is in Blood Tooths, which is really good because you can charge it. And if you wipe a unit out, you can make another normal move. Uh, I played this a little bit at the weekend, just gone. Super powerful, really good, especially for going out of buff range of your War Chanters and then moving back into buff range after you've wiped something out so you can use it again. Like, just really good. Yeah, like, really excellent. Love to see it. Um, really, really cool. And obviously, it makes the Gorgonus battle line as well, which is obviously very strong. Um, and then, of course, the what are they called? Those boys, the uh, the um, the Mega Boss and War Crushers slap. They slap. I can't see saying the word slap anymore because it's been ruined. Will Smith ruined the word slap. Like, like ruined. Can't even say the word fuck because then his wife ruined it by fucking someone else. Like it's all ruined. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the other uh, list was Kragnos, Mega Boss and War Crusher, rips. Okay, let's start using rips. It's a real ripper. <laughs> let's go Aussie on it. Mega Kragnos is real ripper in a lot of lists. Mega Boss and More Crusher, Uruk War Chanter, and then he had one, two, three, four units of Gorgrunters in a battle regiment, and this is all in the Blood Tooth. So same thing, just added Kragnos in. Um, went four one, which is really good. Uh, and then we've got an. I oh know we've done that one. Done that one. Uh, then we've got a Fire Slayers list, which went 4-1, which is actually really excellent. Really happy about this. A Rune Master, a Rune Father, a Rune Son, another Rune Son, a Battlesmith, and a Grimrath Berserker. Amazing. With the draft of the Magmol Ale, which is a really cool artifact. Then he had three units of five Auric Hearthguard, then 10, 10, and 10 for a total of 30 Hearthguard Berserkers. So super tanky. Uh, really good. Got loads of different uh, characters behind him. Uh, the Battlesmith with a Norsidian icon for ignoring uh, spell effects, which is really good. Uh, and then he's got a lot of on-foot uh, characters, uh, specifically the Rune Master with the Curse as well, uh, for being able to do those extra mortal wounds, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, uh, 
Uh, so there we go. Uh, and then bone splitters, baby. Uh, bone splitters. How did they do it? So they're ice bone. Uh, they got a savage big boss, a wergog prophet, 10 savage oryx, another 10 savage oryx, and then five savage boar boys. Uh, those 10 savage oryx are two wounds apiece, by the way. So that's why they're 165 points. And then 10 savage boar boy maniacs, another 10 savage boar boy maniacs, all in a battle regiment, so meaning they're a one drop. And then they've got Kragnos, the ender, uh, the end of empires. Yeah. So. A uh, lot of mortal wounds coming out of these guys in Icebone on sixes to wound, do mortal wounds, uh, which is really good. And you have to say that it really does feel like the ability for them to charge 3d6, which is Kragnos's ability that he brings to the army, is helping helping lift the army up. Very much like it's helping lift up the other army that we've seen, which is like uh, Play, which is just Iron Jaws, which we just saw literally one minute ago, and every other army that it, uh, Kragnos goes into, because Kragnos makes all of those armies better. Uh, than they they previously were so really this is a kragnos list and not a bone splitter list as is every kragnos list that's my assumption of it uh basically uh but great work being able to utilize kragnos's ability to make your bone splitters do better which is really excellent because bone splitters if we look in the uh current age of sigma stats are oh not even where are they are they a 51 percent win rate a 51% win rate. They're doing really well. They're super good. Arguably better than Cities of Sigmar, Magikin and Nurgle, Luminous Realm Lords, Zinch, Iron Jaws, Soulblight Grave Lords, Slaves to Darkness, Flesh Eat Courts, Courage Lords, Beast of Chaos, Bone Splitters. Only better by, only people better than Deep Kin, Stalker, So it's time to, it's time uh, to paint up your green boys because they are top of the matter. Get it, get it, get on with it, boys. Can't wait to see it. Over in Wales, that's right, Wales, they have an amazing gaming venue called Firestorm Games. There was a 20-person event, 24-person event, um, called Kragnos's Cupboard. The event was won by Mr. Greg Shelton of Team Wales, uh, and he took a, he went 5-0 with a Stormcast Eternals Astral Tempers, Templars list. He had a Knight Draconis with the Command Trait Master of Magic and an Arcane Tome, making him a better wizard than most wizards, and he's also a dragon that also ignores spells on a four-up. Uh, a Lord Castellan and a Lord Relictor. Uh, and then he had four Stormdrake Guard, 15 Judicators with Skybolt Bows, and then five Liberators, right? And then uh, that's it. And the, in a battle regiment, so it's a one-drop. Uh, was it one-drop? Should have been one-drop, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, 15 Judicators with Skyball Bows. Now, these aren't Hurricane Crossbows, so a uh, little disappointed about that. Um, but it's kind of nice because he's not giving away as many uh, Hunter Prey Points as you could previously give away. Uh, so, yeah, uh, really interesting to see. Uh, well done to Greg. Uh, congratulations to him. Let's go. In the 4-1 bracket, Jake Cannon had a Seraphon Thunder Lizard list and... Aaron Boyan had an OCR Bone Reapers with a Petrofex Elite. So the Thunder Lizard list was Seraphon Coalesced, and it had Skink Priest, Soros Old Blood, Lord Croak, one unit of 10 Skinks, a Stegodon, a unit of 10 Skinks, a Bastillon with Solar Engine, and a Dread Saurian, right? A Dread Saurian, which is amazing. Now, most of his army was 3D printed, which is what we're hearing, which is cool. And his Dread Saurian was a Godzilla that got painted up 
and it was just like a big Godzilla on a base being like, rawr, which is wicked and absolutely not how a Dreadsorian plays in the game, which is disappointing. So, but Croak's in there, really good. Uh, obviously, Alpha Beast Pack as well is so important to these lists, which is a bit of a bit of a foreshadowing of what we're going to talk about later for how effective you can use that Alpha Beast Pack, especially in a Seraphon army. They're reducing damage by one. Um, and all the other things. Solaris Blood on Old Blown Console can do some really good work. The Petrofex Elite Army for OCR Bone Reapers that went 4-1 had Arkan the Black, Mortis and Bone Shaper, and the Liege Cavalos. Then two lots of 20 more tech guard, 10 more tech guard, and five Death Riders. So um, a lot of good armor saves and re-rollable armor saves there um, with some healing coming in from Arkan and the Bone Shaper. Some good magical dominance from Arkan as well. Uh, which is really good. And they had a Gothasar Harvester to make sure those Mortec guards stayed alive. Oh, and a Mortec Crawler. Nice. I didn't see the Mortec Crawler. So he's got a Mortec Crawler, which is really at this point a bit of a uh, a bit of a, um, an interesting pick because there's some really good support pieces you would like to kill with the Mortec Crawler. But 215 points for the opportunity cost on a unit that does no has no rend in an armor save stat meta, which I think we've moved away from anyway. It's still an interesting choice, but really good midfield board. Hold the ground with those Mortec Guard, with the Gothasar Harvester. Great pick, great army, great event. You should go to Firestorm Games. Okay, at the Not South Ghost JT, the Hampshire Grand Tournament, it was a massive event. Had 120, 113 players playing. Three players went 5-0, um, because that's what happens, basically, when you end up... Uh, yeah, that's what happens when you have that many people. Uh, so three players went 5-0. Uh, Darren coming first, Jack in second, and Stephen follows in third. But both play all three players went 5-0, so congratulations to them. All three players also members of Team England. Um, so I expect them to maybe do really well at Worlds. So Darren uh, was running a Seraphon Thunder Lizard list. He had Lord Croak. He had a Celestant Prime. He had a Ashloth Banabera, but most importantly, he had an Engine of the Gods with a Prime War Beast and the Incandescent Retresses, which is when you slay it, it's able to come back to full wounds on a um, um, uh, a 4 plus with full wounds, which is really, really good. Uh, and Lord Croak is in there as well. Really, really, really strong. Um, that that engine of the gods will do some amazing output in combat if you uh, if you haven't seen how well it can do uh, with the prime war beast and uh, the uh, so which is the command trait and then also the mount trait beast master it can do some amazing damage the arcosotechs all have got one up armor save so they're able to tank really well and also most importantly are able to heal but maybe the key feature is it's nice to see darren playing on them tables again with lists which sure it's a thunderless list but it's those bacillodons with arcosotech who did get points reductions in the winter faq darren realizing that seeing something slightly different and using that alpha beast pack to be able to put them in the mid board really impressive really really fun to see um and just doing something that people really didn't expect sure he's got croak and an engine of the gods but it's just great seeing darren do it and with an army that was mainly mostly fully slap chopped which is also excellent so shout out to darren jack armstrong at not still not long in the tooth on this game and has been playing excellently for years is running a maggotkin of nurgle list with blobe Great and clean one, who obviously had the Nurgling infestation, meaning you uh, and the Wither Stave, meaning you take mortals on uh, three ups as opposed to four ups. Um, and his law of virulence was the stream of corruption. Now he didn't take Master of Magic, and we didn't also see him take um, uh, Nurgling infestation. By the way, makes him minus one to hit. 
uh, which obviously is great on a great and clean one. Um, we haven't seen him take Fleshy Abundance because he didn't take the Plague Bearers, which is pretty common in these lists. Instead, we've seen him take two units, uh, sorry, four units of two, Puskal Blight Lords and the Burning Head. Uh, so again, very much like everything we've said about Blight Lords already, uh, with a great and clean one in there and Blob. Uh, so well done to Jack. Uh, Stephen Follows has taken a Bellacore Legion of the First Prince list. Uh, Bellacore, uh, Kairos, the Contorted Epitome, uh, who was the general with the Command Trait, the Ruinous Aura. So for that that um, plus one to their five, their six up ward, becoming a five up ward. Uh, and then Flaming Weapon, making the Contorted Epitome do some real uh real damage and then the blue scribes uh, and then 10 blood letters two lots of 10 pink horrors uh which is 100 wounds on objectives and then the emerald life swarm uh for helping keep those characters alive uh the soul screen bridge for putting those blood letters in the mid sorry not the blood letters the pink horrors in the midboard, and then the umbral spell portal for of course kairos being able to do six mortal wounds at range turn one of your units or as soon as it's slain a model it turns one of them into a spawn which deals with shooting units it deals with loads of different stuff kills a character outright dead you've got the kairos ability to re-roll a die or change the result of a dice roll bellacore for shutting units down it's a massive control deck it's really strong really impressive uh, and again it's great to see these three guys do really well again at a tournament well done one the <laughs> the 4-1 section of this event is sponsored by sergio cavallo miniatures if you want guys want to go check him out who often uh, slap chops his miniatures like me uh and he is a fan of richie's list which went 4-1 uh, with a Fire Slayers list, he's also on Team England. He had a unit of two units of 10 Volkite Berserkers, a unit of 10 Free Guild Guard, a Battlesmith, an Auric Runeson on Magma Droth, an Auric Runeson on Magma Droth, another Auric Runeson on Magma Droth, and then another Auric Runefather on Magma Droth as well. Lots of, lots of, uh, lots of uh, monsters for doing battle tactics. Uh, great work there, doing really well, uh, tanking lots of stuff like. It's fine. I'm sure. I'm sure you can talk about it. Darren Styles has got a uh, Seraphon list with an Engine of the Gods, and it's uh, a Thunder Lizard list. But it's written like this, so I can't really read it. But there's 30 Skinks, I think, and a Bacillodon, and two Bacillodons, which is great. Um, and then you've got Dan George running Kragnos and two Gatebreakers. Congratulations to him. He also won Best Sport, so shout out to him. Craig Davbar with a Beast of Chaos list, which is pretty dope. Uh, a Great Brave Shaman, Zangor Shaman um, as well. And then you had 20 Zangor, another 10 Zangor. And don't forget, they've got two wounds each. So that rally on a four plus is pretty amazing. And then you've got six Enlightened, six Enlightened, another six Enlightened, which is amazing. Uh, the amount of output they can do now they've got the addition additional rend and that they can rally on a four plus so cr shout out to craig um doing really well obviously dan winning five winning an event last week going five over beast of chaos as i said when the book uh, when the white dwarf thing dropped uh, um beast of chaos now definitely like a 5-0 army phil marshall with slaves of darkness super cutie uh archeon chaos lord chaos social lord three varangard three varangard eight iron golems and one mind sealer spheranx and 18 untamed beasts um really good the untamed beasts move into the midboard archeon obviously knows because he's in a six circle if you don't know what i'm about to say he knows what the priority role is going to be so he gets to he gets to move based on that determination if you don't know what that means i don't know why you've listened this far um tom matthews has a stormcast eternals list with loads of storm trait guard and karazai russ veal was running an allegiance an Ines deepkin list he's running idolon um, nishran soul render and then nikelian thrall master then two units of 10 thralls 10 reavers two alapexes one alapex all with razor shell harpoons and then a leviadon 
with a reverberating car pace, meaning that aura for plus one save is extended out a little bit further. Tom Morsley was running Ainetikin, a soul render, then three lots of 10 thralls, and he was running six Alapexes and a Leviadon. Then you had Maxwell Edwards, which was running a Lumineth Realm Lords list with tech lists and 30 Sentinels. Perfect. Uh, Ray Standage was running a Stormcast Eternals list. Oh, I love Ray. Um, with a Knight Draconis, three lots of two Storm Drake Guard, six Vanguard Raptors with long strike crossbows, and one Storm Drake Guard. For me, this is the Stormcast list, but um, it seems that uh, even though all of those were priority targets, he still was able to go 4 1. So shout out to him. Michael Browning was running Soul Black Grave Lords list with a Vampire Lord, Radicar, Manfred, Belladama, and a Necromancer. 40 zombies, 10 white diewolves, 5 blood knights, and 20 graveguard. Um, uh, so shout out to him. Uh, like, again, everything we've talked about, Soul Black Grave Lords. Effectively, every Monday is a Soul Black Grave Lords list review show. Connor, who took a picture of his list, um, has got, or it's a PDF, has got Big Drog Fork Kicker in a Bone Splitter's Army. Fucking Christ. Uh, a War Dark, a Savage Big Boss, three lots of 10 Savage Uruks. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten savage big stabbers. Ten. Ten lots of two savage big stabbers. What the hell? What a legend. Uh, Chris Myhill's running a Sylvaneth Nile root list with a Warsong Revenant and then Noel Ariel. Warsong Revenant, True Lord Ancient, Branch Wraith, and then a Celestant Prime. So this would be the Warsong Bomb list, uh, but with a Celestant Bomb, a Celestant Prime included, and then six Colonel Hunters with great bows. Uh, Chronomantic Cogs for that plus one to cast on the Warsong. Uh, Umbral Spell Portal for doing the Warsong Bomb. And Spite Swarm Hive, Spite Swarm Hive. Uh, if you want to try and do a big charge later on in the game. Those tree revs grabbing objectives and doing super well. Matt Rose was running OCR Bone Reapers list with Nagash, Soul Mason, some Death Riders, and 30 Mortec Guards. So 30 Mortec Guards to hold the midboard, and then Nagash to just be a monster using the Umbral Spell Portal. Tim Pierce was running another OCR Bone Reapers list. Catacross, nice, you never see him. Uh, Catacross, Arcan, Mortison, Soul Mason, Elite Cavalos, then two times five death riders and 20 more tech guard and two harbingers oh my god amazing uh ricky me again member of team england was running skaven tide he's running a gray seer arch warlock another arch warlock all with more and more warp power six storm fiends and another six storm fiends two times five scry acolytes with the prismatic palisade and soul screen bridge so it looks like he powered up one unit storm fiends moved it into the midboard with the soul screen bridge uh those six war storm fiends will delete so many things really really good especially the rattling cannons and wind launchers just do some really good output uh so shout out to him carl smith had a magic in the nurgle army with blobe fecular flyblown lord of blights morbid x twice spawn so characters just really won't die uh, two, do two lots of five Blight Kings, again, won't really die. Uh, and then six Nurglings, ten Plague Bearers, Cogs, and Umbral Spell Portal um, for doing all the disease points. And then where are we up to? Are we are we done? Is this... Who else went 4-1? Are we finished? Uh, Cheeky Tree Lord as well. That list fucking smashed me in two turns. Uh, it's a lot of stabby couple, yeah. Keep going. I'm not... That's. I think that we... Are we not done? Uh, no, Terry went 4-1, didn't he? So Ben Johnson with uh, a... Fire Slayers list, Auric Rune Father, Magma Droth, Magma Droth, Magma Droth, Magma Droth, Magma Droth, Magma Droth. Uh, all the Oryx Rune Sons on Magma Droth, which are all battle line, really showing some, uh, uh, some 
like I don't know what to say about that list. Like like terrible for the game. I'm gonna say terrible for the game. Uh Terry Pike, Dots K, Marathi and the uh, Bow Snakes. Uh beautiful uh paint job though on his uh his Marathi. Worth looking at. Uh, Mike Whitley. I think we're done. We're done. I think Mike. We were done at Mike. Sorry, buddy. Uh, and that's it. That's everything from this week's events. Was I done? I was. I was. I was done at Tim Pierce. I was done way before. Um. So amazing work. So that is everything from this weekend's worth of results. Now with things like Worlds coming up or the Rum and Rumble GT, which is a two-day Sigma event that you can hold at the TSN Arena here in nottingham you can find them on the honest wargamer eventbrite for tickets uh we've got lots more results and other things coming up in the future uh what do i think of what i've seen so far am i meant to be really impressed by the am i meant to be really impressed by the flies lists maybe i don't know uh i shared the clip <laughs> i think i'm mainly meant to be impressed by sergio coming in the chat <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what i'm mainly impressed by uh what else happened um uh <laughs> what else happened um uh legion's first prints really strong they're doing really really well at the minute uh, i think that's something worth looking at uh one of the things that you should also obviously go and check out if you want to go and look at information on this stuff is go and check out the honest wargamer stats that you can find here uh this will give you the ability to look at how armies are doing um against other armies as you can see the matter is doing kind of okay uh seraphon are way too good but they got a 57 percent win rate and the stuff that isn't doing too well isn't doing awfully although it'd be great to see some of them do better um uh, of course uh there's still loads of fun to be had at warhammer tournaments uh truth be told even if you're playing one of the um underpowered armies uh and yeah like just a good weekend's worth of results i think the key takeaway from results that's all this weekend is just everyone's just having a great time like uh that's actually uh pretty huge so uh i'm glad you guys have tuned in thank you as always uh thanks to everyone on the game of patreon couldn't do it without you thank you to everyone on the twitch chat and thank you to everyone uh, who listens to this back as a podcast like like and subscribe and all that jazz i'll see you guys soon and goodbye